Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Before you start the show, we should probably acknowledge that it's a very special day. It's the anniversary, the 37th anniversary of Mama and Papa Thornton. It's today. It is. It is today. 37 years ago, they got married. And then seven years after that, I, I came out. The awesomeness. Woo! The awesomeness that is Brian. Yes. Wah, wah, wah. Brian, <laughs> your parents today, 37 years ago, they got married. Happy anniversary, Papa, Mama Thornton. Happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. So I actually got to do something fun this weekend, and I actually got to see a movie. Uh, I just saw The Magnificent Seven. Uh, and I got to tell you, I I liked it a lot. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Are you uh, sure? I'm, like, I'm sure, sure I'm not going to spoil it. No, I will totally. I don't know. I, What's there to spoil? I thought... There's seven of them, and a bunch of them kill well, people. Well, the movie, like... uh, I mean, the original is a cult classic, and CJ is basically famous for spoiling things. I actually... Spoiling is the wrong word. I thought, you know, so I... Ruining is the word you're looking for. That's the word you guys are looking for. ruins things. Well, I I, I said, you know, he he loves to spoil things because he hates fun. And this is sort of real time. Like, as we were recording the last podcast, Brian Roman chimes in on Facebook. And what he said was... For concrete evidence that CJ hates fun, see Foldy Mate Fidget Cube America. <laughs> <laughs> so it's oh, a good dick. I got no reply. He's no, actually CJ. So, I mean, that, stung you in response ever. Stung you in real time. CJ is what just happened. Uh, in I, regards to the Fidget Cube, um, Melissa texts me and she's like, "If you don't get me a Fidget Cube for Christmas, you don't know me well, at and, all." And what's <laughs> funny is that Laura listened to the last episode and heard me support them for two and goes that second one better be mine i i don't care i don't care how much you love brian you cannot give him that fidget cube it's mine okay you can have the fidget cube oh okay i i'll I'll get my own i would love to hear something else too for laura's perspective for this and i've complained about this before uh the movie that i cj you never complain about anything you loved batman v superman and we're very, very in support of Suicide Squad. Well, I, I'll t- I'll I've tell you never what. heard you complain about it. I'll anything. tell you what, Laura, I don't go on Facebook uh, right now. I just, I, I, I'm going to avoid it until around Christmas time. So I don't know what happens on Facebook. Laura texts me and says, how much attention do I need to give to the fact that CJ is going to see this movie and wants to talk about it on the podcast? Uh oh. All I want to say, and I said, "What?" It. I said, "What's the problem?" She goes, "Well, do you want to see it? Because you know damn well he's going to shit on it and ruin it for no. you." No, and I said, "And I said, you know what? Let's just yeah. You probably don't. I'm not going to see it in the theater." And she's like, "Then I'll I'll save my derision for another topic." <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I, so then I, that's when I weighed in and said, "Don't ruin it." So I would like the record to reflect. It's a great movie, and you should go see it. That's all I wanted to say. Good that's man. all I. That's all I had. Now my gripe. That's right? what you get for bringing up anything. Now you're gonna gripe. You just said it's a good movie. Go no, see no, no, it. He's no, no, gripe. Gripe, 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 gripe about the Brian's movie theater gripe. experience. No, no, gripe about the movie theater experience. The movie uh, was scheduled to start. My ticket said five fifteen, uh, and I sit down in my seat at at five fifteen, and then thirty minutes later. The movie starts. It is eight o'clock when I'm walking out the door. It's That's eight brutal. o'clock. Brutal. Half an hour of commercials and like only four trailers. And like 
it's ridiculous. Can we please? I mean, the fix trailers the are what two experience? minutes long, right? They're two so minutes, you're, and there's you're, four you're of them. You're telling me they did 22 minutes of non-trailer yes. stuff? Yes. Isn't no, that? My, and one of them is like people eating cereal in this like terrible ad for some Hollywood front and center show, and uh, a shameless plug for Honey Bunches of Oats, which is no business advertising at the movie theaters. Anyway, no. Great I don't movie. Know about you, but I, I, uh, I bring a bucket of honey it's, bunches of oh, oats Brian, when I go to the Brian, theater. It's the good stuff. It's in Melissa's purse, it's, and they bring the honey bunches of oats. You should see this ad. It's right terrible. next to the kung pao chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would just like to say, Laura, please uh, at least agree with me on this. This, this is getting out of hand. But commercials before the movie, thirty minutes, bullcrap. Anyway, go see Magnificent Seven. It was magnificent. So now I like You're to awful. jump. Now I like to jump into uh, a non-pun-ridden favorite new area that everybody loves brian what is it it's cape talk so josh was surfing the internet and he uh shared with us a trailer for arrow season five which is premiering on october 5th on the cw uh i would love to hear your opinion on it uh you guys because i didn't finish season four because i really didn't like it so i would love to hear what you think about season five i like season four i didn't i didn't you know it wasn't my favorite superhero show season of all time but i liked it fine the the trailer for this looks really good and i really like that it's all about oliver recruiting a new team and there's some familiar faces certainly it seems like there's going to be a villain that i recognize a guy from the wire and some other shows that we've seen so i I am very excited for arrow season five arrow is my favorite of the superhero shows on tv Uh, although i did uh, take brian's advice and i watched the first three episodes of supergirl I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm working on it. I'm the same way too. I'm in the exact same amount of I'm, episodes. But that show is it's going to take a couple more episodes. And, and maybe but since since we're in Cape Talk, I figured I just I know I showed you guys the Arrow thing, and I, I do want to hear your thoughts about it. But I want to make sure that we get back to the Super Supergirl conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, thoughts on Arrow first, please yes. do. Um, I, I I I'm excited for season five. I wasn't in terribly impressed with season four uh it was a little bit disappointing uh, uh for me but this seems like they, they kind of the new characters are injecting a little bit new blood it, it seems like it's going to be cool and exciting and they're introducing actually showed wild dog in that trailer that's what i was just uh, gonna ask you is there how many recognizable people did you see a bunch i mean and how excited should we be because brian i i honestly I didn't see anyone that I went, oh, this is that guy. I didn't. I mean, like, they're introducing Wild Dog and Vigilante, which, I mean, they're not well-known, but they're, they're, it's still pretty exciting. They're more, um, uh. They're like B characters, or? They're, 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 well, they're like D characters, but they're, they're very, uh, visceral. They're, they're, they're the guys, they're the Punisher. Like, they don't, they'll, okay. they'll shoot the guy in the face type of thing. Gotcha. So it should be interesting. Which is what? It's, they're dark and gritty. That's what we need from <laughs> Arrow. <laughs> they're dark and gritty. Well, no, seriously. I mean, when you look at the, Flash yeah. compared to Arrow, it's it's a very, there's there's a pretty strong juxtaposition there between yeah. light and dark. You know what I mean? And and that's what we need from Arrow, right? The When you think about the best seasons of Arrow, that's what they were. The guy, the guy from The Wire, who is he? I don't know yet. The villain, oh, so you obviously. really don't. You have no thoughts as to who he I, might be. I have no thoughts in but the scope can, of Arrow, the Green Arrow. It, I, I, he could be anybody. The the thing that this show has done is they've taken not necessarily Green Arrow. You're right. Characters. They re, they really have looped in other DC 
and characters very yeah, have just put them all throughout the show. And, and I have no idea the, who for the past be. year that neither of the two of you have been hot on this show at all. And Brian, you've been pretty critical. Yeah, I, was I a guess yeah, I just gave up on no, it. I and just stopped I get watching. It. I know. I I understand, right? But this is something that you know when the when we first started this podcast, this is a show that we talked about pretty frequently, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that I absolutely did not want to watch i i very nearly hard passed on cw shows altogether and you guys convinced me that i need to i need to watch them so i guess my question is do you see this as a chance for arrow to redeem itself from from what you've been railing against right because you've been compared to the flash you haven't even been it's not even oh, compared a, to the flash right and uh, yeah. I, I, I like Arrow better. Season four was definitely an exception to that. But I, I, I want to know what you really think about its chances to really compete with Flash. I really think this this season is its chance to redeem itself. It kind of needs to or it's in trouble. I, I don't think it's in trouble. I think the viewership is still going to be yeah, there. I don't think it's in trouble. I, I just think, you know, I, I was not impressed with season four. There was some stuff that it was just very the villain was very lackluster for me. But this season seems like it's going to be very interesting and uh it it could absolutely get back up to flash level i actually think based on what we've seen in the trailer and this is the the last thought i have about it is i think based on the trailer this may be a two-season arc it could be there's a lot of stuff going on in there It, it definitely could be we honestly won't know either too because part of uh getting supergirl into this cw universe is uh flashpoint which will change a lot of things in all three shows how do they connect it from a different network how, how do they how do they connect it from a different network? they explain that she's on a different earth the multiverse theory so they can combine that earth with with their earth pretty easily um they're doing a four four part crossover around episode eight of supergirl flash arrow and legends I think is going to tie it. Now I have to watch Legends too. You should be watching Legends. Legends? No, I haven't watched it. Thank you for saying that, Josh, because you bring up a cool thing that the CW announced that's actually going to be happening this week uh, is that they are going to be launching an app that it will be available pretty much everywhere. Roku, Chromecast, Apple TV, Xbox, Amazon Fire, Android, and iOS. I mean, anywhere you can usually watch Netflix or Hulu or anything else, the CW app is going to be available. And what it's going to do, it is going to give you uh, all the new episodes, right, of the CW show. So we're talking about Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, uh, iZombie, Supernatural, uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow. I thought and Supergirl many was off CW. No, it's it's on CW coming from CBS. Oh, okay. So okay. all the new episodes after they premiere are going to be available on the CW app. The details are a little sketchy. They may be gone. Like you may just be able to watch the latest episode. So if you miss a week, like you miss the episode, but all of it is going to be free. No login, no cable subscription, 100% free to everybody. That's and pretty awesome. They have a deal with Netflix after the seasons, uh, uh, after the finale airs, the whole season goes up on Netflix. That's really solid. Like the day after? I don't know if it's the day after. They just say that after the, a few days after, here it is, a few days after the season finale airs, they say a few days, the uh, whole season will be available on Netflix. That's still awesome. really great. Like, it's a huge deal for cord cutters. Exactly. It's a gigantic win for cord cutters because uh, CW really isn't on any of the the 
the packages that I've looked at, and and it's a little cumbersome. It's on to the use more them. expensive packages, which you don't want. Right, exactly. So this is great. It's entirely free to do that. Again, it's the latest episode, so if you miss a week, you've missed it. But uh, this is coming this week, so check for it on your app store. And I would say go on to Netflix and go ahead and go. I would really recommend watching DC Legends of Tomorrow, Josh. You'll really it's, like it. It's very good. It's very right. Doctor Who-ish at times that you'll okay. laugh. I'll check it's, it out. R- Rory, Rory the Time Lord. You got it. Who's playing a Time Master. I just, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings our end to our new favorite section. Cape Talk. So, Josh, had, again, Josh, you were so nice to us this week. You were on the internet pretty hard, buddy. You found some pretty awesome trailers that uh, we just wanted to spend uh, a little time putting some spotlights on them. Uh, so we're only going to talk about a few kind of short, brief uh, impressions of them. So, Josh, why don't you tell us what what trailers we should be watching right now? I think the first one, I think the first one I found was uh, Flock of Dudes. <laughs> I love this. And Flock of Dudes has some recognizable comedians. Chris Daly is in it, uh, and and it just seems like a. A, 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 something that's pretty familiar to any guy who's been friends with a bunch of dudes since he was a teenager. So it looks hilarious. It's got a cast that you will recognize immediately. CJ, what did you think when you saw it? Uh, I love the, the the amount of talent is just crazy. Also, Hillary Duff is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. It's a guy who's uh, you know like a thirty seven. Uh, he's a thirty something guy who's basically like a man child. Because uh, he lives a ridiculous lifestyle, and uh, he basically blows it with uh, his girlfriend, and uh, everything about this movie l- looks hilarious. Uh, it's going to come out on September 30th, and then it's going to be on demand October 7th, so it's a, a very short release, but then you can watch it right away. I really want to see this. It looks like it's going to be hilarious, and uh, yes, everyone, yes, go see this. It's great. Brian? I thought the whole concept of this guy breaking up with his best friends and doing the whole uh, cliche things that you do when you break up with your girlfriend, like yeah. he, he's talking to the one guy, he's just like, <laughs> laugh like, laugh like I t- said something funny. He's just like, uh, okay. And then he goes over to the other guys like, what did he say to you? I can't be in the middle like this. Really, oh, really so funny. Um, that's what sold me. I was like, all right, I, I'll definitely check this out. That's uh, look. There was there was a few uh, comedy wise. It was really just that one, and then Fist Fight, uh, starring Ice Cube and Charlie Day. Uh, Charlie Day of It's Always Sunny fame, uh, uh, and and the the same guy that Brian just talked about being in the middle of things in Flock of Dudes. The the guy from uh, the guy from Silicon Valley, Kam- Kamel. Yeah, I don't know. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, f- from uh, from Silicon Valley is in both of these movies and makes cool little cameos in the uh in the trailers of both but this is another one yeah it's a bit more slapstick but it's always funny to see ice cube just being angry about something he just cracks <laughs> he cracks me up dude cracks me up and, and he's angry the, the really funny bit is that their school teachers having a fight in the schoolyard on the last day of school yeah it's pretty awesome just as a theme it's pretty awesome so i i, I thought i thought those were cool from uh Maybe a bit heavier, uh, sort of drama perspective. I look. I saw uh, the teaser for Allied, which looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt, Marion Cotillard, uh, espionage, sort of. You know, Brad Pitt does the World War II genre pretty well, so yeah, I'll take it. Uh, and then the only other drama, 
it seems like it's going to be a real sort of indie flick. Trespass Against Us, Michael Fassbender, Brendan Gleeson. This movie looks insanely good. It reminds you of the the sort of nomadic uh, community that Brad Pitt belonged to in Snatch, right? They they sort of pikeys that sort of live in uh, trailer park and, and, and move their caravans from here to there. That's kind of what it, it reminded me of the place between the pines kind of thing with Ryan Gosling. Never saw it. Oh, you never saw. Okay. Um, it, it was a, a similar movie of the, the relationship of father to son and like the criminal, uh, it, the criminal mind kind of being handed down generation yeah. to generation and trying to break right. that chain. Um, if you haven't seen the place between the pines, you should you should really see it. Not the place between two ferns. That's with Zach Galifianakis. I, I get it. No, I, I get it. And and I see what you're saying. For this movie, for me, these these two actors in close proximity. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be one of those things where it's a it's a pretty tight storyline, tight cast. Uh, it's going to be all about dialogue, and these two guys are amazing. So I'm, but I'm excited to see it. But there's action in there. He drives a car through a no, house. There's a no, lot I, of... Again, I, I, I get it, but it's about sort of this nomadic tribe of criminals, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and so that's all... That's why I was talking about the setting that we saw from Snatch. It's it's literally the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's a cool... Yeah, so you're in it for the crime, and that's cool. But I'm talking about... I mean, really, they could make this a B movie, and any two guys could play those roles. But Brandon Gleason and Michael Fassbender make it credible, right? In my opinion, Brian's like, I don't give a shit at all. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I. I. I don't know. What did you like certain, about this trailer? Um, I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of. I. This just seems like one of those movies, where there will be, a shot from like a garden and you'll focus on like a blade of grass. No, for, no, like, no, no. This six isn't, minutes. this isn't a, what's that? A it, stupid. I ass, can't stand it's those not that. freaking movies. It's it, not that. That, it feel the trailer made it feel like one of those. And there's, like, there's maybe one explosion. Uh, I yeah. disagree completely. Yeah. I, I you, you watched the same trailer as us? Trailer. Yeah. I, I did watch the same trailer. There's car chases, people convinced. shooting each other. No, this, this looks much. Uh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't agree with you at all. Okay, when you go see it and and there's like a three minute scene of just the the freaking Winnebago they live in and nothing happens, you you let me know. Like a Malick film? Wait, are, you like, a Malick are you saying like are you saying like like a student art film? Is that no, what a Ma- Malick? Malick? He's yes to all, to all yes to all of those. That's ridiculous. Did you hit your? <laughs> I'm feeling like you didn't watch the same trailer. Michael uh, Fassbender maybe. was in this movie, right? I just want to be sure. Michael Fassbender. I, I I saw him. Matt I Moody also also in there too, right? Yeah, yeah. Matt I Moody was yeah, in Matt there. Matt I Moody, he's in I there. I just I just want to make sure we were on the same page. This look, Brian. This reminds me of a of a pace of a very different movie. I don't I don't, I don't I'm like the you're only th- I'm only thinking of like movie with these other guys in it. So I'm thinking like it's well, it's not like in Bruges. It's not like Gangs of New York. You know, but it, it's it's got a it's it's almost got a, a bit of a Guy Ritchie feel. Yes, but it, it's I think there's a bit more drama there. So I, I'm I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be a great movie. I don't I don't think it's going to be something we see in theaters all over the place. Yeah, this feels no, it's a, you won't see it's it a Toronto at Film Festival movie. Right, so I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that's another reason I was like, no, this there's this in one other movie I compared to the movie Drive. I've never seen Drive. Oh, yeah, it's a nice, oh my oh, God. Come on. 
Sorry. Did we switch places today? What the hell is going on? I'm not shitting on this. I'm just no, like, no, no, no. It's just like, like how have you never seen Drive? I did not see it. It was in the theater. I said no. It was barely it wasn't in, in the, the theater, theater at all. Nobody, Nobody saw, saw it in the theater. theater. And then I, I didn't see it on DVD, and now it, it was on Netflix, and then I didn't <sighs> oh, watch it Brian, on Netflix. Oh, Drive like, is amazing. Right. If only for – it's got maybe one of the best scores. The soundtrack to yes, this film is unbelievable. It's ominous, and it's emotional, and it's it's penetrating. It takes it's you good. through a huge roller coaster. It, it just – it drives the film. So, look, Trespass Against Us <laughs> is, <laughs> oh, is – It wasn't meant to be a pun. <laughs> there's there's this I, I don't know I tie it to that sort of emotional type of movie uh, that and there's the uh, Dog Eat Dog the trailer for Dog Eat Dog was ultra violent um, the same director that did Taxi Driver Hardcore Raging Bull Autofocus American Gigolo Paul Schrader this this is a trail the trailer's hard to watch and you know it's gonna be raw and that's kind of like going into the trailer i saw nick cage and i saw willem dafoe and i thought oh it's gonna be slapstick yeah and it's much more sort of american psycho right it's much more drive than it is slapstick see I, I know they went over the top but i think it's part of like smoke and aces was ultra violent for the sake of being ultra violent and you or domino was the same kind of way, and I don't think it it made for a bad movie. Brian just doesn't. Brian doesn't give any shits. No, I see. You just made that comparison, and where I I actually enjoyed Smoking Aces. I was not a huge fan of Domino at all. No, but they, no, I'm saying the type of movie they they they're the same thing. Smoking Aces, there was more shooting, but they're both violent for the sake of being vi- like Natural Born Killers, and that was Oliver Stone, obviously. But these are all look, CJ. This is the same. I, okay, hold on. I'm hem and hawing because to me, did, did Brian? Did you ever see the movie Super with Rain Wilson? No. No. Okay. Looked terrible. It, okay, so it, it. And I also heard it was terrible. It it, it starts <laughs> off with a really, It starts off with a really great. Premise. Weren't you one of the people that told me yes. it was terrible? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And that's what I feel is going to happen to to Dog Eat Dog. It's a movie that starts off with this really great premise, right? It's about a guy who becomes a real-life superhero. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He, his main weapon is a wrench. And it just first starts off with, like, disabling people and scaring them with a wrench. And then it's beating people's heads in and close-ups on a, a head being smashed in. And, and Doggy Dog has this over-the-top violence that literally makes me disgusted. No, I get it. But, it, like, think about a movie like it's – I put it in the same vein as movies that are just extreme. Red State. Red State is another one. That it makes you feel things because of how extreme the themes are. And American Psycho, again, these then, so I'm, I'm naming iconic films because I don't have a better sort of B-movie to draw a parallel to. And, and we have to say anything with Nick Cage and Willem Dafoe is just a B-movie. Right. And, and I guess that's the problem is that there's no movie that you can directly correlate it to that... Because I just feel at the end of this, everybody in the audience is going to be disgusted, and that was like the whole point of the movie. And you I like the, whole, the pedigree the of the director, CJ. I, I like the pedigree. I agree. Me too. But I feel like at the end of it, I just leave, and so will everybody with just going, 
that was gross and forgetting the topic and forgetting what everyone was supposed to be watching. What is everyone supposed to be watching in a movie called Dog Eat Dog? You assume people the are mindset be of the people. killers, the fact of of once you're out, you never stay out, and and that stuff. CJ wants to make sure that their glasses stay half full the whole time. I, something it just makes me feel like I'm going to be upset about the movie, and I'll never see it. I agree what you're trying to say, Josh. I don't think they're going to execute that or live up to your promise. Look, at I, all. I really don't think many of the the movies I've I've brought up the trailers. Look, guys, I'm watching, and I appreciate the the credit you give me for finding these. But I watch every trailer released on the internet, regardless of whether I was going to do this podcast or not, because I like trailers. I enjoy trailers, so I'm going to watch these either way. Everything that I've put up there, none of these movies are great movies. However. I think that as a something you find for four ninety nine on iTunes or something that's free when it hits Netflix, these are absolutely movies that our listeners should consider as entertaining watches for at least one time. I think Passengers might actually be great. Movie. Yeah, can we talk about that for a moment, Doesn't please? That, yeah, we can. I, my first impression was this was the movie they both agreed to do so they could do movies they'd rather do. The 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 one for them, one for us, kind yeah, of thing. One for them, one for me, one for the studio. Really, one I for think me. this is no. This is I their think, movie. You no, think this I is think the studio this movie? This is their studio. This is a crap movie. What? I don't know. Oh, it looks no. like shit. It looks like crap. No. Yeah. There's gonna See, be. I, I'm, I'm I, hoping I there's gonna be some good. twist where where uh, Jennifer Lawrence is actually also a robot. Like I'm hoping that's what happened. Like Michael Sheen is from the from the waist down. Oh, wow, I am floored that you don't like this. Brian, please help me out. Um, it's Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know what help you need. But this is also directed by the guy who did the Imitation Game and um. Lawrence Fishburg said yes to this. I, I don't know why you would be saying no to any of this. This movie okay, looks great. Great. It's the director of a movie I've never seen. Listen. You haven't seen? Okay, fine. No. I, I said seen, never mind. Move on. I do things and have a life sometimes. I can't watch everything. How many movies do you own, Brian? Stuff. How many movies do you own? 688 movies. The defense rests. Look. My problem, the synopsis for this movie, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt are two passengers on board a spaceship transporting them to a new life on another planet. Like Wally. The trip, the trip takes a deadly turn when their hibernation pods mysteriously wake them 90 years before they reach a de- I'm already done. This is ridiculous. If I had to be trapped aboard a spaceship for 90 of years with anybody. Of course you'd be trapped there with Jennifer Lawrence. My, right. kind of, my, of course. My point is. Her skin is going to melt off like Event Horizon. You know what I mean? It's just going to be like a bad... Something ridiculous is going <laughs> to... This is one for the studio. This is not what Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence want to be doing with their lives. This is not... This. Come on. Seriously. Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt, Michael Sheen, Lawrence Fisper, and Annie Garcia. These are not... Other than Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, these are not heavyweights. This is not Lawrence Fishburne is not a heavyweight for you? Look at some not anymore. Look, go to IMDb and look I know at he's his been recent, a lot of other stuff. Look at his recent filmography, dude. He's still a no, heavyweight. Anyway. He's not a heavyweight. Uh, no, he's not. I wouldn't. I would not agree. Neither with that. is Andy Garcia. Neither is Michael Sheen. I won't give you. I, I agree with you on that. They're the same caliber. Is my point. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is a long time from the Matrix, brother. It's a long time I, since then. I think the movie looks great. I actually want to see it real bad. I do not want to, anyway, it's coming out December 21st. I'm going to be seeing so many movies on Christmas. I feel like I'm just going to drop my daughter off at my parents and be like, all right, my wife and I are going to the movies all day. I will not be hey, seeing bye. this in the theater. I, I will. Yeah, I will. 
because Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And Chris Pratt. I think he's A, dreamy, and B, hilarious. <laughs> oh, so I want to go to some some nerd news and uh, something that we've all been dreaming about. A nerd wish is coming true right now. Uh, if you're a fan of Back to the Future 2 uh, and you've been keeping uh, your eyes on the internet, starting uh, November 28th, a select few Nike locations will be having, you guessed it, self-lacing sneakers. It's it's reality, I need guys. To guess when you said not Nike, the ones, it was really easy. Not to the, come I up. know, I know, not the ones that they put on auction. These things actually have like a really cool look and design to them. Uh, there is no price listed for them, but quote expect a very high price tag. Yeah, like a billion dollars. <laughs> I'll know. tell you what. I'll tell you what. The self lacing sneaker reminds me of the Loot Crate DX that I received <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> That had a diecast DeLorean complete with an attachable lightning rod. Uh, it's on a shelf. I put it on a shelf. I don't have anything I own, Brian, on a shelf. My wife has I, things I on shelves. I took a bunch of stuff from one of her shelves and I just slammed it onto the other shelves on that <laughs> rack. <laughs> and I put my DeLorean by itself on this shelf. Oh, and I put the flash hood ornament that we got in the regular loot crate Mm -hmm. on another shelf that was previously completely owned by my wife. I was going to put it on my car. And then I read that I can't go more than 75 miles per hour. So I'll blow off. Yeah. Well then I'm not the flash. What's the point of having a hood ornament? If you can't go faster than it's a display piece, it's not for your car. Really? Maybe it's for your electric. They can what go goes, faster than 70 miles an hour. What goes slow? Those little K cars, they can't go faster Oh, the K than cars, no. But, I mean, that's not the only electric car that you have. Well, that's what I was meaning. Those stupid little things. Since we're talking about Loot Crate, is there anything else that came in the Loot Crate that you were particularly uh, excited about? Yeah. I got a Stark Racing t-shirt, which was awesome. I will also like the record to reflect this was not supposed to turn into an advertisement, but we'll totally tell you how to get your own loot crate at the end of this. Go ahead. The Stark Racing t-shirt now an advertisement. Was, <laughs> was very cool. Uh, we got Eleanor, right? Mm. Yes. A little little uh, ma- uh, matchbox size Eleanor. Uh, in the DX box, there was a another, I, I don't know what it's from, but Another cool shirt. There was a baller Transformers messenger bag. Like, legit, you could carry it around with you all the time. It's got space for your laptop and everything else. It's pretty sick. And so much the, more um, activity. Art, art from uh, Mad Max Fury Road, a very thick book, which was pretty awesome. But the highlight of it all was the DeLorean. The DeLorean was the coolest thing I've gotten from Loot Crate thus far, and that beats the Suicide Squad belt I got last month. Brian, what was the highlight of your Loot Crate? I just said it, my Stark Racing t-shirt. The Stark Racing t-shirt was dope, for sure. Yeah. Look, they, there's the, they, were both, they were both solid, solid Loot Crates this month. I don't understand how anyone listening to this show doesn't try it out for one month because, man, this stuff is awesome so take josh's advice and let's make this very easy for you let us give you money off your first 
loot crate okay go to that kind of nerd.com slash loot that's l-o-o-t and you can go ahead and get uh, your very own loot crate and get some money off of it save some money let us help you and then you help us by doing this so we're just we're just telling you how you can get great nerdy things go to that kind of nerd.com slash loot you have until the 19th of every month to get your box and then after the 19th they're gone forever you're never going to get the stuff that josh and brian just described but you can get next month's and we'll have exclusive stuff inside of there so please that kind of nerd.com slash loot help support yourself help support us and just enjoy nerdy stuff so on the uh, techie side of things, this is actually something that I was really surprised uh, that kind of came out. Google launched an app called Google Trips that will really kind of help you with going on, on a trip to someplace. So for instance, my goal before I'm 30 is to go to Ireland. Uh, it's, it's something I've always wanted to do, and I have really no idea where to start when it comes to stuff like that. And you can go to travel websites or you could go to some place that will like plan your vacation for you. But I always hated that. Uh, and plus you have to pay money for that crap and I'm not doing that. So uh, I put in Dublin. I wanted to go to Dublin. And when you look at this app, it, it does amazing things. It helps you with making reservations. It talks about things to do. Uh, they even have day plans. Uh, and then they even give you like need to know things. So like if you need to know about... Uh, shopping and about tipping people at a restaurant or going to the pub or uh, traveling even too. So I was like, how do I, can I drive when I go to Ireland? Do I need to get some special kind of license or do I take a taxi or the taxi safe? Like, what do I do? This really kind of guides you through how to take a trip to someplace that you've never been to before. And it's not just, you know, for overseas, it could be your, your own hometown or it could be a major city like Philadelphia or New York or Chicago or San Francisco um, Vegas. Uh, so it really kind of helps you out. Have you guys- Omaha. Are we naming cities? Can I? <laughs> yeah, we can. Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you are a frequent traveler and you go to some places. Have you taken a peek at this app at all? I have. I, and it's a cool app. Uh, there are other apps out there that already do stuff like this. Um, uh, trip it is the one I think of because it, it well, it's integrated with my expense software. So, right. No, that's good for you. To, if I chose to use it, it would outline every leg of my trip. It would help me organize it, so on and so forth. The thing that I really like about this app is that it's Google, right, right. So it's already integrating really every other part of your life, and I'm I'm sort of assuming that you know a lot of the population has their Gmail tied into their airline accounts and their hotel accounts and all this. Not everybody has that, but I do. My assumption is, and, and may, maybe it's faulty because I don't see enough information about it, but my assumption is that regardless of whether you use Google Trips to book, it's Google's integration leads me to believe that you'll be able to import your existing reservations yes. into this so that it will organize it whether or not you use this as a booking thing. So right. I, I look, you asked, yes, I am a frequent traveler. I do it professionally. I would probably, no, I can say it unequivocally. I would never use this to book anything. Um, True. Okay. But that's, that's just because I know how to book everything. And I have, all of my stuff is already integrated. I do all the time. See, for, for, people me- who, for people who don't travel like I do, CJ, I think this is an amazing tool to book everything, organize everything, have everything centrally located so that it's easy to access. You don't lose track of it, and you don't have to switch between eight different apps to do it. I think it's really cool. 
Yeah, the other thing that I wanted to do, again, just my, my trip to Ireland, was I wanted to go to Belfast and see some sites about the Titanic. Yeah, I'm that kind of nerd. Uh, and one of their day plans is called Titanic, the unsinkable liner, and it's five sites. It maps it out in the order in which you should do it uh, and kind of gives you reviews and a guide and a timeline so you know how long to spend at each location and yeah. guide you from place to place and even tell you how to travel between them. Yeah, and, and when, really when you add it, all, title. When it added all to your calendar, after you're, you're done putting everything in, the app uh, grizzle boxes you a fanny pack that you can wear <laughs> the entire time and look like a fucking American Gr- tourist. Grizzle box? You just went Parks and Rec on that. Holy I shit. I sure did. Yeah, the app, got, it, 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 it goes ahead. It assumes that you are super American guy who needs a fanny pack. That's terrible. To walk around. Listen, I don't know I, if you're making fun of me or the app CJ, right now, but I feel I, like you're making fun of me. I am making fun of you, but only because I love you. And I, let me look before you go to Belfast. I need you to connect with me for a bit. I got a buddy that's been there a bunch of times. Uh, I feel like you'd walk into the wrong neighborhood and <laughs> really end up in a bad way. A buddy of mine Absolutely. ended up in in a bar on the wrong side of town and and was able to maintain, um, but he knew he was in the wrong place. Yeah, I I would go. Belfast to Jenny is and not. But look, Belfast is not a place you want to just be a tourist. So no, and, please. And that's so that's actually in the things to know. It's like don't go to this place, don't go to that place, don't even think about being here at this time of night or this time of day. Don't do this, don't do that. Don't scream, I'm king of the world. Brian, I'm going to go to the Titanic exhibit and absolutely yell, I'm the king of the world. So you're. Oh, I don't care if I die. I'll die a happy guy. Believe no, me, no, no. I'm quite I, okay no, with no. it. I want you to yell, don't you let go. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. Brian, I know you've been suspiciously quiet. And I know that we've talked about you don't have a go bag or anything. And now that you're 30, are you planning any kind of travel? Are you ever going to use this app? Is this app going to tell me how to the most efficient way to get to my kitchen and back? Is there is there like stops along the way? I'll tell you what, you could use Google Maps. You could use Google Maps to get from one end of your palatial estate to the other. I did double check the need to know section explicitly talks about uh felines within within the well, location. Well, interestingly enough, CJ, before we get even get into what Google Trips says about it, uh the I was using Waze the other day in Brian's palatial estate and there were two <laughs> there were two notifications uh, of where the felines were. So what's funny is all the people that mill around, but Brian's palatial estate will notify you where his very few cats are there. <laughs> there aren't enough that there's a ton of notifications, but they're real time. Cause ways is awesome. And you see that, you know, that the cat to male ratio still is very low, but at least you're notified as to where the cats are. That's a wonderful feature. God, I love ways. So just for, for uh, a bit of, of uh, levity here, we have the most lewd sounding town names in each state, of course, published by Thrillist. And I would... will applaud them for not numbering and then skipping numbers on this one. I appreciate No, they that. didn't do that. But I, I mean, they, they, they did, they did list some pretty solid town names across America in here. Anybody see anything? Ball town, Iowa. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see that. Balltown, Iowa didn't didn't uh, <laughs> coming Iowa fertile. Well, Iowa has hard scratch, Inwood, Manly, and Sac City. Iowa wins <laughs> all in Iowa. That's all Iowa. My uh, my retirement town is in here. Blue Ball, Delaware. Blue Ball, <laughs> Delaware. Look, Minnesota's got Keister. Good old Pennsylvania has Big Beaver. 
Blue Ball, Black Lick, which, okay, cool, uh, Hop Bottom, it, obviously Intercourse. Right, we all uh, know Intercourse. Rough and Ready, which, what? <laughs> Rough and Ready? Whoa, 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 whoa. Dick Shooter, Idaho? <laughs> <laughs> how about how about sugar tit south carolina sugar tell me, tit. is that seriously is that sugar tit sugar tit sugar tit i can say it because it's a city <laughs> tell me that's not true no no it says sugar tit it's right sugar tit sugar oh tit it's there. Sugar tit. Yeah. right right after fingerville <laughs> right after fingerville oh my god yeah uh. how about how about big chimney west virginia <laughs> bald knob beach bottom they got a place called Brohard and a pl- <laughs> and a place called Conception. Brohard Conception. They got a town just called Knobs. <laughs> <laughs> Only there's one called Long Pole. I just to say Long Pole. West Virginia wins with Oregon Cave, Pickle Street. <laughs> These all sound <laughs> like the beginning of a Benedict Cumberbatch joke. Dude, it's bad. This is bad. Like I'm alone. Than, Hold on, Wisconsin. I'm alone, Wisconsin. How, other than McNutt, Wyoming, I'm not really sure we get a whole lot better. So, people, we're gonna we're gonna post the the link in the show notes. But I don't know about you, listen, but I'd like to be from Short Pump, Virginia. If I, listen, I've been to Short Pump, and this place is like a retail mecca. It's amazing. It's got like a ton of crazy little. Ass a woman, Virginia is a nice place to be. Uh, I, I well, at least I think. Uh, have you ever been to Have you ever been to Nutbush, Tennessee? <laughs> I have not been to Nutbush, like, Tennessee. I feel like this nor, is a list a thirteen year old boy made up for like nor, name your nor, city on Sim City. Nor have I been to Hump Tulips, Washington, <laughs> but it's a place. I look. I think These... everyone everyone should look at this list. I apologize if you're from Coyote Hole, Nevada. <laughs> Coyote Hole. Who would do that? <laughs> like, who would say, you know what we should name this town? Coyote Hole. This is a guy that lost the fantasy football league the year before and had to name his town. Had to name his town Splunge. <laughs> Sweatman. Sweatman, Mississippi. Ramtown, New Jersey? Yeah, man. There's a place in Michigan just called Dick. It's just it's just <laughs> Dick. Just Dick, Michigan. Oh my god. Oh, that was a I don't know about you, but I'm thinking of a road trip to Clappers, Minnesota. <laughs> Blowing seen, Rock, look, North I've Carolina. I've seen more knob lick, mud lick, crack lick. <laughs> I've seen more licks in here than I care to. <laughs> There's a Lick Creek in Stumpy Illinois. Point, Stumpy Point, North Carolina. Hand Place, Idaho. What happens in Hand Place? <laughs> Cream Can Junction. Oh, my God. Look, everybody <laughs> needs to go to this site. This is insane. I can't even. I can't even. This is. <laughs> Cocked uh, <laughs> hat. Cocked hat. Midnight Thicket. I just saw Midnight Thicket. I'm just going through the here, hoping there's a gaping chasm. There Georgia is or something. not a gaping chasm anywhere I saw. Uh, <sighs> Miner's delight. I really feel like I would call you guys a lot of these names. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These these really seem like I can't believe they're real. CJ, wait, wait, stop wait, wait, being wait. such there's a sugar bush. A, apparently, there's also a rough and ready in California. Is it like a club? There's a three way Arizona. I gotta stop. These have to be real. 
These manly, are real, right? Manly Hot Springs. Where? Alaska. Manly, the, you said Rough and Ready California, right? Rough and Ready California, and there's a Rough and Ready, there's a Rough and Ready Pennsylvania. As uh, well. I'm I'm googling Rough and Ready Pennsylvania. I want to see if it's Rough right. and Ready Pennsylvania is a village in Upper Mahantongo Township, Schuylkill County. It's oh not even gosh. far from here. Hold on, hold on. Let me get directions. Directions from where I am. It's an hour away, CJ. Right outside of Harrisburg in Hershey. So we could all go to Hershey, ride the roller coasters, and get a drink for at Rough and Ready. I'm not ever drinking in a town called Rough and Ready, brother. Well, then you are neither rough nor ready, my my friend. That's true. Uh, you will never see me in leather or assless chaps, and I can <laughs> never be described as rough and ready. All right. So, Josh, thank you so much for going on the internet. Otherwise, I feel like we wouldn't have had anything to talk about this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for for joining us. And uh, there's so much to talk about. So first thing, if you haven't listened to our other podcast, Hey, Did You See? We just wrapped up or going to wrap up this week, the season three of Sherlock. And then we're going to start talking about Stranger Things. Uh, so go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and talk about it because Stranger Things is going to be so much fun to talk about. It's me, uh, Brian, Josh, and Craig Newcomb who did Game of Thrones with us uh, talking about television week by week. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys. Please go ahead and subscribe and help us out. Also, help out the website and help out this podcast by going to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and getting money off your own loot crate. Josh has given you so many good reasons to do it. Just go ahead and do it, damn it. Uh, so I want to thank you so much for listening and making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. We will see you guys next week. And Chris Pratt. I think he's A, dreamy and B, hilarious. I feel like I'm flying. You can visit us at our global headquarters in Rough and Ready, Pennsylvania. Pretty sure you just drive in and the deliverance music starts playing. Let's get this show on the road.